0: It's that time of year for everybody to be thankful, and we have a lot to be thankful for. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast.
1: To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm.
0: How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the Backyard Gardener, and
1: Batavia, the Front Yard Gardener,
0: one in the country,
1: one in the city.
0: Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. How dare you roll your eyes at me?
1: <laughs> Did you see me rubbing my fingers, my fingers in my face? Yeah, yeah I, was,
0: I wanted to make sure you didn't have any pepper juices on your fingers today.
1: Yeah, no, no, not today. Not today. I like triple glove up when I, I'm working with them. No, oh, you taking triple no glove chances. now? Yep, yep, taking no chances.
0: There you go. It takes a little time to learn, but you're learning.
1: Yeah. Or I could just work with them every day and um, my fingers can become so numb to them that it won't be a problem. But that's, that's not a good way what I'm to do. It. I mean, that's an option,
0: right? It's like in The Princess Bride. You Remember that movie?
1: No, I never watched it. Uh, you I remember the movie, it? but I never watched it.
0: Yeah, he, <clears throat> the guy would take, spoiler alert, poison every day, so he would be immune to it. And so he was like, we're going to do a test of wits. And he's like, I'll poison one of the drinks, and then whoever drinks it dies. Well, he poisoned both of them, and the guy thought he was really smart. Mm-hmm. So same idea.
1: Yeah. Totally Anyways. not, but okay. <laughs> Anyways, great way to start a podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some fans of The Princess Bride like, yeah, that was my favorite part.
0: You're damn right.
1: Genius, he was. Yeah.
0: I can tell you what that movie doesn't hold up very well. Oh no, no. Yeah, it was a snooze fest when I watched it the other day.
1: Was that um? Was that Anne Hathaway?
0: Oh hell, I don't know.
1: Am I getting my actresses confused?
0: You may be. You may be. So look, as you know, we had Halloween not too long ago, and I forgot to tell you about this.
1: Wait, you're talking like from the 80s, Princess Bride? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It, yeah. Okay. Okay. That,
0: yeah. You yeah. good? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I have to tell you this. My son, the cardinal sin happened. Oh, no. It was the worst thing that could ever happen to a child. Oh, no. He goes trick or treating, right? And he tells me that there is a teacher that lives in our neighborhood, and we're like, okay, I have no clue who this lady is. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, he goes to the door, a damn teacher, and you know it's a cardinal sin to see your teacher when she's not at school. That's like every so, kid's worst nightmare.
1: Because he, I mean, obviously he wouldn't at six know where she lives. Right, he's just like, all right, you know, heads up, this could be coming through.
0: Yeah. So and then it turns out that she's one of our friend's wives and we just didn't know her last name.
1: Uh. <laughs>
0: but I was like, damn, that is like the worst thing as a child, like run into your teacher at a Terrible. school like, oh, my God, she's a real person. And yeah, real right, life. Right. What do we do? So, <laughs> he was so embarrassed. He came running back. His cheeks were all red. Oh. It was funny.
1: I mean, I assume she gave him candy.
0: Yeah. Extra. Yeah, that yeah. I mean. She's she's a nice lady. She's she's a young girl, so uh-huh. it was it was pretty cool. But it's yeah. just I, I didn't know they were hiring
1: girls as teachers.
0: Woman, excuse mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So She's a nice young woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn it, Batavia, keep me on my toes I'm now. You, man. I don't mean <laughs> to be offensive. I really don't.
1: No, no, no. Folks never do. No. <laughs> Actually, there are times where I do.
0: Yeah, right, I like yeah. the way you say it through a smile, though.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> that moment of you're not paying attention, but it, you know, it seems like everything's going okay. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but um, it is, so look, housekeeping items before yeah, we get started. Yeah, yeah, because I totally,
1: where's my list? I should get a notebook.
0: So, shameless plug, actually, it's not shameless, I'm proud of it. It is getting to be that season. Mm-hmm. The season, Leonard, roll it. All right. Leonard. the strike one.
1: Oh, I was ready to start singing <laughs> along and
0: <laughs> So we all know and love jingle bells and we all know and love Santa Claus. Why don't you learn a little bit about extra about him and check out on Amazon Prime a movie that I did, Portrait of a Santa. All hey. about a Santa Claus.
1: Yeah. So
0: um it's available on Amazon Prime. It's free. Check it out, man. It's a good Christmas movie, so.
1: Yeah. I've uh I've watched it and I enjoyed it. And I'm not like, I have some good friends that have, you know, right after Halloween have Christmas decorations up. That's not me. That's not me. So I'm not, you know, diving in with both feet, but it was a special kind of movie.
0: Yeah. That guy's, he's a, he's a special guy and I I thought he was going to be a quack job. When I started, you know, I was like, oh, Lord, this guy lives his life as a Santa Claus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then as I sat down and talked to him, I was like, this guy is really a Santa Claus. Like, it was amazing to me. So, uh, you know, you guys check it out. It'd be much appreciated.
1: I have a good friend, and we, we kind of talk about people like, you know, that live differently, live differently than like the norm. And at first, we used to talk about kind of, I don't want to say that they were quack jobs, but like, uh really you know and then over the years and as we've both gotten older we've realized like they may have it figured out like they may have like you know like this is the magic of life you know so well you never really find it and do it man find it if you love it and do it
0: yeah and it's funny too you don't really run into people that have truly met their calling Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. you know
0: you, you run into people who think they have yeah but you don't run into people who truly have met it. And this yeah. guy, I thoroughly believe that he was meant to be a Santa Claus and yeah. spread joy. So it was fascinating. Now he's a good friend of mine. So oh, interesting. Yeah. But um, also our seed giveaway. Mm-hmm. So we are celebrating our rebranding process. And if you're watching this on your screen, you know <laughs> that we have a new look. Um, you can sign up for it at BackyardGardensTV.com. Mm-hmm. And it closes on December first. So whoop whoop. That's a very special day. So and we we designed that on purpose, but mm-hmm. make sure you get your entries in and we are gonna get you started in your garden for the year. And we want to do it early because there's gonna be more. Once you enter one, you enter all of them, so yeah. you're good to go. So
1: So um for those that were watching. Like, you realize that that whole thing was a square, and like a lot of devices are like a rectangle.
0: I did a rectangle, didn't I?
1: No, that's a. Oh, so now you're getting way wide. You're making the adjustment. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> you well, can you do watch geometry us on, with
0: your fingers. Yeah,
1: you can watch. Uh, well, you jumped out there with it. You could watch us on your rectangle device or your square device.
0: If you watch us on your square device, it's going to be kind of funny looking, so mm. definitely do the rectangle ratio. <laughs> but um and you can do that on Backyard Gardens TV on YouTube.
1: All right. Hey yeah, there. There you go. Yeah.
0: Is there any other housekeeping on? Oh. And we have t-shirts for sale, so Yeah, I'm looking um, forward
1: to it. You see I'm in a t-shirt today? You are. Yeah, man. It's um this is the I don't care about the weather going back and forth. Like I live for it's 60 degrees today. um, And I had on a t-shirt and a jacket, one of my layers of jackets I normally wear. And I was outside like doing like garden stuff. I'm like, dang, Shocker. it's warm. Yeah, no, no well, yeah, like, dang, it's warm. And I came back in the house and I'd been um, cooking on the stove and it's like, it's hot in here. If we're a small moment, I'm like, maybe I should turn on the air conditioning. And I'm like, okay, oh, no. Nah. Yeah, not, it's not that hot. But, uh, oh, but no. yeah. I um my, my folks would not um, appreciate the idea of wearing something like a T-shirt. Like, it's definitely too warm in your house if that's the case. Yeah. Once the weather, once the seasons change, you're supposed to dress like that inside and out. So that's the way I was raised. Yeah. I almost put on a tank top, but then I thought that's just disrespectful.
0: Well, you know, it's funny you say that because as of now, Mm. available, we have t shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, and other. Backyard garden swag available for purchase. So, (laughs) in all seriousness, so um, help support the podcast if you can. This ain't free to make, but it's free to you. Mm -hmm. But if you make a purchase, it does uh, help us out. So, uh, check us out. You can find it in our Instagram profiles and all that stuff. And, you know, makes good Christmas presents. So, and we have some. Creative garden organization stuff in there. I'll just leave it at that. So mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. nicely done on that too. <laughs>
0: Great marketing terms. Great. I'll just leave it at that.
1: <laughs> 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 hmm.
0: But um, so we don't have a listening question, listeners' question today okay. that I know of. I, I haven't checked. Um, have you noticed anything on Instagram though, or any kind of social media that people have been asking about a lot? Anything like that?
1: Um, I have gotten a couple of questions and it's interesting this is not necessarily a question and an answer but I think this is like a piece of dialogue right so that's even better mm -hmm. some of the um, videos that I've posted lately have been focused on kind of one of my final harvests And it's like, you know, I'm winning, you know, it's like, I don't know who won the the world championship in baseball, who knows, you know, I'm not going to pretend, but it's like, you know, whatever that is, that celebration is, that's what it was in my kitchen. And so I think that leads people to think like, um, all right, what are you doing? You know, so I've had a couple of questions regarding soil and amendments and fertilizer. And I think for me, I'm always, I always pause because I'm kind of like, I don't know, I'm not really doing anything special when it comes to it. I don't have any like, you know, compost teas and I don't do anything like that and I don't knock it, but it's, I'm not doing anything special in my mind. And I'm wondering, um, is it just kind of, that's your starter question or is there, you're thinking you only get kind of what I have through some special thing. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. And you add compost every year, right?
1: Um, over the last, what's this, like the last three years, yeah. I basically add compost every time I'm planting a new in a bed. Um, uh, so, so you don't
0: go through in the fall and just add compost on top of your beds or anything?
1: Last year I did in the front yard. Boop. Leonard, did you beep that out? Um Damn Last it, year I did it in the front yard. Tighten up, son. <laughs> I didn't do it in the backyard gardens. Um, and I just did it in the spring.
0: So, I mean, but you had like shredded leaves and stuff as mulch or, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? So, that's, In the front that's, yard, yeah. That's compost. I mean, that will turn mm-hmm. into compost. No, in the front yard,
1: but not in the backyard. In the, I left the backyard um, bare, if you will. Like, I had wood chips on it last year. So, I left... I mean, I ran out of steam by the time I got back there, by the time of year it was. So I prepped and put the garden to bed properly in the front yard. Mm -hmm. And I even added a bit as I opened the season up. Um, So last year and, um, or this year for the backyard gardens, um, this spring, I kind of amended the soil with compost. Um, but that is, I mean, and that's, that's more than I've done in years past. Um, so I'm not taking it for granted. I mean, I do, it's, feeding my soil i think that is valuable do you
0: find that it's it's better this year you have had a better harvest this year
1: it's really really hard to um compare yeah i think because these two years haven't been alike you know so generally yes i had a better harvest this year um the front yard garden in particular was brand new last year so again it had brand new soil if you will you know i added compost at the time of planting um i, I think that the backyard garden just based on the way i amped things up from a planting perspective it led to to better yields if you will yeah um,
0: yeah i mean cuz it's one thing that i think there's no you know there's no smoking gun to mm-hmm, why mm-hmm you would be successful except now I will say this, I've grown in both Northern climates and Southern climates. And I have found generally so far that my Northern climate garden, I would always produce better, but not as long Mm. because it wasn't as harsh in the summertime. Yeah,
1: That's a good point. So,
0: you know, things kind of shut down in the summertime. So I found that that was something that, and I was, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, when we were having our big, super long master of the minds meeting mm-hmm. and I couldn't figure out like how to bring it up, but there he goes, it presents itself. And in an
1: hour eight of the meeting, you couldn't figure out a segue.
0: Yeah. An hour eight, I couldn't figure, well, I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out like, is there an episode to talk about it or what? Mm-hmm. And there is, but, um, you know, just kind of precursor to it is that I, I, feel like in the cooler climates, you know, and I, I see a lot of gardens, As most people that are listening, if you're listening to us, you probably follow other gardeners and you see Mm -hmm. other stuff. And, you know, I tour gardens and stuff like that. And it generally speaking, the people in the northern climates, their gardens are more lush and like vibrant and produce Mm -hmm. more. They just don't produce as long. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think and you also had like, you know, quite a few tomato plants this year. You know, I saw that Mm -hmm. you had a pretty impressive amount of tomatoes there. Mm -hmm.
1: Pulling off the plant. um, Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, I mean so that's you,
1: absolutely the most I've ever had. But I planted more tomatoes than I ever planted.
0: And there's the key: um, you planted mm-hmm, them all. And then the other yeah. key behind that is how many green tomatoes did you pull off?
1: I mean, it, it's too much to weigh. It was almost a counterful. If I would have laid them all it, flat out, it would have been a counterful,
0: right? And so you're not pulling off ripened tomatoes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's
1: so actually we, so. Two points on that, though. Um, based on the time, the length, you know, it doesn't produce as long. Um, and that's just basically because you're interrupted by weather changing. Um, right. I'm always, if my plants stay healthy, I'm always going to pull green tomatoes off. And that's the second point. I think this year I've managed to keep most of my plants healthy. Um, and I think to be quite frank, and it's not, there are two parts of that. It's not me being cocky as a gardener, but that no. is due to my you know, due diligence, but it also folds into what you're talking about when it comes to these different climates. So I don't have weather that presents a specific problem, you know, when it comes to something like tomato plants, you know, you have some people that live in Southern spaces and they can't keep tomato plants through, you know. until august just based on the heat just based on the humidity you know just based on a number of different things that's what i mean you don't have a
0: lot of those things Mm -hmm. you don't have the high humidity yeah you don't have that super high heat and if you do have the high heat it doesn't last as long yep
1: Mm -hmm. you
0: know i'm imagining that your summer probably peaks and then it comes down, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. ours plateaus, and it just goes and goes and goes. Now I don't know where these people live. I could be totally off. They might be living in Canada, you know, in this sash.
1: And I don't know either. And I don't. I mean, I don't even know their experience with the gardening. But I, I mean, right. I think it's a fair question. It is a I fair think, question. You know, I think that what. But my answer is basically this is my basic. Right. It hasn't always been, but these are the basics that I'm doing when it comes to gardening. And I think there is if there's anything special to be done, it would be on top of that. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it definitely does. Because, I mean, look, I just literally walked in the door from dropping off a soil sample to get tested. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So and that's your first baseline. Like if you think you're having an issue like that's something to start with. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And that will tell you. So you probably have good soil. You probably have nice compost mm-hmm. in it. And, you know, even the wood chips you put in, they break down and make compost over time. Yeah. You know, and they make good compost once they get there. They just gotta mm-hmm. get there. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. trick. Yeah. So and by the when you put your wood, is it real shredded?
1: Uh no. It's um Is it's, it or is it chunky? It's chunky, large enough where I kinda have to if I ever go out barefoot, which I do occasionally, it's kinda it like hurts. I'm yeah, I'm tiptoeing like yeah. oh walking gingerly <laughs>
0: yeah because i was gonna say if it was like some of that really nice finely shredded mm-hmm. stuff then that could that would add to it real yeah. fast but i think but i do what think
1: you- that the the wood chips although it's controversial on this show <laughs> um i do think the wood chips protect the soil as well yes um, and while we don't have super harsh conditions in the summer you know the, the winter it gets rough you know and, right. and that wears and tears on the garden if you will
0: and your garden's been established for years too.
1: Backyard garden for sure, you know. Yeah. So there are, um, and that's where
0: most of your produce comes out
1: of is your backyard. Um, this year, yes, I'd say yeah. yes. Um, the, I mean, there are three beds in the backyard that I've owned. I mean, I garden in those for five, six, seven years before I did anything else. So that, right. and that's a, a mixture of native soil and soil I've added. So I think over the years I've kind of unknowingly initially built on that. Yeah. Um, and then once I became a little bit more aware, you know, I've added to it. I think in part, and I want to, I don't want to say there's really a such thing for me. It's too much, but I add a lot of the bad compost, bagged compost. Like I said, I, I, I planted <coughs> garlic. I added it um, when I planted garlic, although I understand garlic is a heavy feeder. I added it in um October when i pull that garden uh, that garlic out next spring summer i just by my habit i'm going to add more compost to it now there one could get, there's argue there's your answer then there's your answer, yeah. answer right there one could because argue you're
0: continuously that, adding compost
1: one could argue that i could go the season with whatever nutrients that's left Um, but based on it being such a reasonable price in my mind, it just, it doesn't hurt. I know that I'm not like planting solely in this compost. Um, and again, there is, especially because I'm not doing things like consistently fertilizing either. Right. So I know that my plants are taking a lot out of the soil that they're given, you know, the, the, well, and also they have.
0: if you're adding that compost, that's why you're not having to fertilize as much mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. because your you're point. adding yep.
0: all of that compost into it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, it's, you know, you're, you're continuously. So and when most people go through, and I don't even want to say most people, but a lot of people will go through and they'll add compost at the end of the year. You don't do that. But every time you stick a plant in the ground and I'm imagining every time you put a handful of compost in with yep. it. And, and
1: um, I should say that for the front yard garden, because if I could take a step back, I, I I'm it's not my style. I want to add dirt and I want to plant in it. That's all I want to do. And I want to water. That's it, right? I don't want to do anything else. Um, and a few years back, I had some trouble with a raised bed and it was just, nothing was really taken off. And so a good friend of mine who has experienced gardening, suggested the compost I now use and say, so, you know, living things need living things. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I started adding compost to it and whether or not that bed the following year improved because of that or not, I'll never know, but it became a part of kind of my routine, if you will. Right. Um, and there is no like full on test that I've done to say, Oh yes, because I added this compost, but we know enough about, the nature of compost and know that again, it's feeding this soil. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess to answer her question, maybe I am, you know, she didn't ask me if I was doing anything special, but maybe I should look at it to say, well, maybe I am doing something a little bit more special because the point is I garden for almost close to 10 years without adding anything but dirt to my garden. Right. Nothing else but uh, dirt. Oh, those were the days.
0: And you probably didn't get as much as you do now.
1: No. no. And it also um, is part part of the reason why I start 60 tomato plants. After yeah. years and years of kind of getting just a couple of insert vegetable off of a plant, my solution has been not to do things like, oh, let me give it more food and, and feed it. Right. No. Right. It's like, let me plant more of them. <laughs> right. So, uh, um, so here I, I am. A-
0: you know, I preach a lot about adding fertilizer because a lot of people, <clears throat> it seems to me like a lot of people I communicate with don't really like to add fertilizer mm-hmm. and fertilizer is not a fix. Well, yeah, you, I don't count you as people I talk to because yeah. so you
1: know.
0: <laughs> we're like attached to the hip. So mm-hmm. it's like we read mm-hmm. each other's thoughts. Yeah. But I don't think that people want to add fertilizer necessarily, mm-hmm. but when they do, you know, they add fertilizer. They think like, okay, I put fertilizer in there. It's all good. Mm-hmm. We're done. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Fertilizer in my mind is a, f- is a boost. Yep. And it's also a crutch. So mm-hmm. it's, the crutch. It, yeah, it's a crutch because if you're not adding compost and you're not feeding it appropriately, mm-hmm. then you're mm-hmm. giving it temporary yeah. meals. You know what I mean? You're asking so
1: c- too much of the, um, of the fertilizer. So here it is. It's, if the soil is the body or the plant is the body either way um fertilizer is kind of like your your daily vitamins but you're not giving it to the the bed or the veggies daily right you're doing it in most cases every couple of weeks
0: yeah i would i mean if you wanted to put it into something like that I would say it was like eating like trying to survive off of nothing but a multivitamin
1: mm, I don't want to say that but okay
0: yeah. I mean, you know, just to go like drastic, but uh-huh. you know what I mean? So there's a little bit of both, but like for me, so my issue has been like when I grew up North, I grew in the spring and the summer and that was it. Mm-hmm. And so I had fall and winter mm-hmm. and then I come down here and I grow in the spring, the summer, the fall and part of the winter. Yeah. So I'm consistently f- just robbing mm-hmm. all of my soil of everything it mm-hmm. has. Yeah. And that's been, you know, that was an issue I had this year because I went through, I was like, I'm going to refresh with some, some more soil. So I buy this engineered soil mm-hmm. that this guy makes, he patented it, and it's great. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's, it's fluffy. It's got good drainage. It's the right pH and all that stuff. But the problem is because it has such good drainage and everything, it doesn't hold nutrients as well. Oh, yeah. So what I did this year is I was like, I couldn't find any bulk compost. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to buy a bunch of bags. That's just really expensive. I'll just get a load of dirt of this soil. And I put it in there and I did refresh it, but it's just not enough. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're you're demanding so much out of the yeah. small area. Yeah. So by and every time I plant, I usually get a bag of compost every day season and i carry Mm -hmm. it around with me and every time i put a plant in the ground i put a Mm -hmm. handful of compost in yeah and i think honestly that's the only real reason why i got production this year is because i did that because i did not add compost this year and i knew i should have but i couldn't find it bulk but Mm -hmm. now i know where to get it bulk so
1: i used to um for years every time i planted a plant Because remember, you know, I didn't do a lot of sowing of seeds. Every time I planted a plant, I would always put a couple of handfuls of, um, you know, new dirt, if you will. Yeah. Um, And I mean, for last year was the only year I've ever had any bulk uh, soil. I've always used bag soil, you know. So I do the same thing carry the bag around with me and kind of give it that fresh new bed, if you will, you know, soil. Um, And so now it's that since I'm working up the bed, I know basically what's in the bed. When I'm planting um, at the beginning of the year, I have already put in new compost. So I'm not coming back around and doing the handful. But if I'm planting like in, you know, August or something, then yeah, yeah, I do want to give it just, you know, just a smidgen.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's important because... You know and I think one thing too and this is where you were wrong is you're mm-hmm. adding more soil you're adding more soil mm-hmm. well compost is soil yeah yeah you know what I mean like it's going to turn into soil mm-hmm. so the way I look at it now and this is like a new revelation of mine is like you build your bed you fill it up with soil and then you refresh it with compost mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you refresh it with compost and refresh yeah. it with compost and you know as long as the compost is aged like it's supposed to like so for my issue like we're make we have a compost pile here but we're putting our chicken manure in it. And mm-hmm. because I'm lazy, I don't turn it as much. So I have to let it cure for a year before I add it. So we started separating out when we cleaned the chicken coop out. And we leave piles in the woods. And we I've been turning it now because I'm like, I can't wait a year. You know, I need a lot of compost. But I actually added my first compost to my own compost that mm-hmm, I made mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. this house to a bed the other day. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it was cool. It was, you know... Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> so, um, it was good though, because, you know, I went through and I looked at it and I was like, all right, it's nice. It's crumbly. It's got the right consistency. Yeah. And I have a bed that I'm just not really going to plant in for the winter. And because I can add that in the winter and let it sit, it's going to age another mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: four months before yeah. I dig in it again. Yeah. So you see where I'm going with this?
1: Yeah, I'm picking up what you're throwing down.
0: So, yeah, I I mean, that's a great question, man. Mm-hmm. I, that's I think that's the best question that's been asked because I think a problem that we, you and I have is we've been gardening a long time. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking, well, how the hell can you not know these things? Mm -hmm. But that's like the typical question I think is, how come I'm not getting as much as you?
1: Yeah. And I think it's not the, you know, you should know these things. I think to, to your point, when you first started asking me about it, you know, there's this thought of like. It's soil and it's compost, you know, like I'm not because you see a lot of things online and people have a lot of recipes when it comes to how they feed their gardens. And that's not what it is. Right. You know, but back to the point of there were so many years where I never put compost in my garden. So I shouldn't view it as that's basic. And that's like the kind of the kind of bottom bar if you will because again I didn't do it for years and years and years um anywho um I I do think it's interesting because it is it's really starting out with a foundation it is kind of you have your blueprint of your garden plans but you know how it is if you're building the house and the foundation isn't strong you know there's going to be some struggle so you're always doing some patch job which I think you experienced a little bit this season yeah I experienced
0: that this year for sure and I, I mean it's a it's a blessing because I went up there and I was like, I went to the place where I go get all the soil and I was like, look, I need to get, what was I doing? Oh, I was going to get soil for the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, you know, I just need to get this container full because it's not a whole lot, you know, mm-hmm. and it's already down there. So I was like, it's plenty. And I was like, I need to get some of your soil. And they're like, oh, their machine's broken. They can't make it right now. And I was like, damn. She's like, but I got compost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, y'all got compost yeah. now? I was like, hell yeah! I was like, how yeah. long are you gonna have it for? She's like, well, we don't know how much it's gonna sell. And I was like, how much y'all got to sell to be able to keep it? Because I'll come yeah. up here and buy <laughs> enough for you to keep it. Because it's like it's literally like two miles up the road from uh-huh, me, uh-huh. so it's just so convenient. But um, yeah. you know, because I gotta I gotta put compost in all my beds. I'm gonna fill them right mm-hmm. up. I'm gonna add four mm-hmm. inches to every one of them.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm um, just really get it in there and work it in there, but. You know, especially if you do it like in the fall and stuff mm-hmm. like that, then it mm-hmm. sits and it ages and all of it mm-hmm. can get down to the bottom and all that yeah. stuff. So that's an amazing thing to bring up, Batavia. That's a, a good job. So whoever asked that question or whoever has asked that question, that was awesome, because I think um, and you can get technical about what you feed your gardens to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get mean, real technical, I can get but
1: technical about anything but
0: (laughs) I don't like to get technical I like to Mm. keep it simple stupid Mm -hmm. so you know a little bit of fish emulsion a little bit of fertilizer and compost Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and I did in that reply to her I did reply with that because she laid out with asking like can I do a video on it and then at first I was thinking like Well, it's again, it's not anything special. And then as I started to kind of look at some videos that I had when I'm actually planting my garden or if I'm doing stuff around beds, it's kind of like, I do skip over that a lot. Like I may show like, this is the bag of compost that I use, but that's kind of like, okay, this is the, the brand I use. That's it. That's all. And I do think as we've talked through this here, and I was thinking about this when I was replying, like there are certain pieces as, as I was kind of like itemizing it, you know, it's the, oh, I'm growing in a raised bed, which is a bit different. My experience is a bit different there than it is in the, um, the raised beds in the backyard, because again, most of those, half of those are sitting on native soil, right? So all of those things I think feed into it. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, I think there was another question about melons. I think it's two separate people, though, that asked the questions. But yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting topic. I think that we'll probably talk a little bit more about this as we come into the spring, you know, Yeah. because that is I I think the time is probably best for me now. Um, And it's just my style. I do have one more question that someone asked me. Um, well, hold on.
0: I want to say one thing on the um, video that just came out
1: mm-hmm.
0: that I did. I actually had a wheelbarrow that I had moved compost in
1: mm-hmm. and
0: um, I left it there because, you know, sometimes I just leave shit laying around. Uh, if you watch that video, my garden's in like reconstruction mode. So it's like everything is laid out. I'm not putting anything up because each day I'm pulling it all back out. But my wheelbarrow is left out and it's filled up with water. And I dump it out, but there's a little bit of compost in the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. And I made a point to dump out the water and go up and say, like, there's a little bit of compost in here. I'm going to let it dry out. And when I go to plant it, plant something, I'm going to put that compost in the hole. You know what I mean? Because it just drives it home that, like, Mm -hmm. that little bit of compost is, like... All it takes, it makes the biggest because it gives that plant something to feed right away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's readily available at the base of its roots to get it's it. It's like a pushed. meal
1: that no one else has had, right? You yeah. Know? So, so yeah. So, I mean, I think that um, that's the reason why we talk think talk about things like, um, and I do share the soil that I use because I feel like I've gotten really decent results from it. Even though, mm-hmm. again, I use bag soil and bag compost. Um, and I've seen people talk about getting bad dirt, you know, like not like a bad dirt drop when you order it. And I've seen people talk about doing, getting bad bagged dirt. I've actually run across over my gardening life, a couple of bags, like really, this is what you guys are packing in here.
0: Um,
1: and interestingly enough, every bed that I grow in outside of containers, there's some material wrapped around it. So they're all raised beds. Um, and I don't use that raised bed soil. Like I use a regular garden soil, you know? Um, and I, you know, again, it's the, it, it reminded me when you said, um, it was a great soil mixture, but it had, you know, there's too much drainage, um, and so I was thinking about that in the same way, where the raised bed soil is supposed to be designed to accommodate, like you're growing in a raised bed, you're not kind of growing. In some cases, you're not growing in the earth, so the drainage is different. You know, you and I both yeah. know this. Um, but I found that for me in my garden, in my space, based on even in the on the backyard patio. Even those beds, I'm using regular garden soil. Now I'm topping all of those beds off a lot, you know, because that's again how I roll. But because um, you know, you just have kind of soil seeping out the bottom of it. But um, right, well, it gets those compacted all of the Yeah, those are all of the things, though, that I think we, me, we may take for granted when it comes to because it it's become second nature for me. Well, you know? exactly. So that's, so that's, that's what the I mean. reason it's why not the question's like, so good. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's not like you should know it. It's just like you just get so used to kind of doing these things that it's mm-hmm. like oh yeah i forgot to mention that you know what i mean yeah. like yeah it's really hard because i don't use any kind of special like raised bed formula mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. like that because i mean the way i look at it too is like look you just gotta have dirt man like just get some damn dirt into the thing yeah. and it'll yeah. it'll work itself out yeah you know if it's not draining right then add some stuff in there if it stays too wet you know add yeah. a bag of sand yeah you know it's not Rocket science, but yeah. it is rocket science, and I can see how it would be like very confusing, especially like somebody who just started is like mm-hmm. putting everything they can into this garden, yeah, and then they see somebody like you or me, and you're just getting all this stuff out of, and you're like, mm-hmm. what the hell, man? You know, like why am I not getting that? But yeah, and I know. mean, there
1: are a lot of years where I did not get that right, right, and that's that's actually the thing similar to with you going to get your soil test. I think the biggest um, thing you can do as a gardener is observe that something isn't right about what's going on in your garden and yeah. like it's not going to correct itself you know things that we're talking about like if you have your know, growing conditions if there are issues y- you need to work at it you know versus being wishful you know or hopeful yeah. that it's well, going to change that
0: if you if you take the time and like let's say like my bed is just like i knew last year that there was an issue right but i was like it's so new it's only one year old and it was woods before if i would have went through and put compost on it and then grew in it this year and then put compost yeah. i think over time it would work itself out but that's but I you mean, doing damn.
1: something though yeah so, but uh, yeah. i mean
0: it's like how long are you gonna work at it before you're like you know are you gonna wait 10 years of putting compost and all this stuff in there or are you you know is it better to get a test and Amend it like it needs to be, raise the pH, lower it, whatever it needs to be, mm-hmm. and then go from there, you know? Yeah. so
1: I mean, I think that um, I just started doing the math in my head about I keep on getting the time that I should eat before we record wrong. Like I felt really good and I came in now, I'm just like, dang, we got a while to go. Like I'm like an hour and a half from like a sandwich. But anyway, um, your I, food I schedule
0: is jacked up.
1: Dude, I mean, the way that my body clock works, uh, my stomach clock works, it's just a, a, a buddy of mine said, You're not going to be right until the time changes in the spring. I'm like, Wait, so I have to wait until like March to get this all straightened out? He's like, Yep. I'm like, damn
0: yeah. it. I don't even um, want to talk about the time change. This shit makes yeah. me mad. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, so I think see, I made my, myself lose my train of thought. What was I saying? Actually,
0: you want me to drop a piece of a knowledge bomb on you?
1: I mean, got, You got sure. your tinfoil hat? Sure. I like the idea S- that you are already saying that it's going to be a knowledge bomb. Let's see. Let's see what you got.
0: <laughs> so, you know, when they did Daylight Savings oh, no, not back, this again. In, back in the day, they mm-hmm. said that it was good for farmers. That was one of the big drives for it, right? Mm-hmm. So think about it. If you go out and go to milk a cow every day. Mm-hmm and then you go out there an hour earlier, what's that cow going to say? I ain't ready. I ain't ready yet, bitch. Come <laughs> back. You know what I mean? So, like, that's, that's it's jacked up. Like, the whole daylight savings time thing is just yeah. ridiculous.
1: There is some other concept around kind of the uh, businesses and time that, you know... Well, that's another conversation. I um, was talking to my mom today and she called me at seven o'clock and she's just being rude because now she's all like, are you awake? Like That's her way of calling me a, sna- a slacker. Like, you mm-hmm. know, because a couple of times she's called me and I'm like, oh, I'm still asleep. She's like, you're still asleep? Because I'm an early riser. So this morning she called me. She's so like, did I wake you up? And I'm like, no, you didn't wake me up, girl. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I was telling her that I... I thought I was just tired from the garden season and I was sleeping in, but I was literally adjusting my sleep to um, sunrise, Mm -hmm. you know. So as I was waking up closer to seven o'clock because the sun would rise closer to Mm seven. And now today, as an example, it's like 530 a.m., And Mm -hmm. I'm like swearing because in this case I just got back to bed at 3.30. So like that, I'm wondering if the cows maybe make that adjustment like it's not because you came to water but it's the idea of the sun is up. Who the hell knows? I don't. Um, Well, it's
0: just, you know, it's all just, so my son gets up and I'm like you gotta go back to bed, buddy. It's still a little early. He's like, then why is it so bright outside, daddy? And I was like, well, the time changed. He's like, what do you mean the time changed? How does the time change, Daddy? And I was like, <sighs> I was that like That alone the gover- is a
1: reason to, to, to stop this nonsense. <laughs> and I said,
0: the government makes it change. And he was like, well, who says the government should let it change? I mean, you can't change time. And I, he was like, are we in a time machine? I was like, dude, you're six. Go back to bed. Let's stop having this conversation. <laughs> you know, I was like, this is crazy.
1: <laughs> who is it, Arizona? It's Arizona and one more other other place it doesn't. Okay, observe it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and actually there it's in the they're trying to pass it so it goes away yeah. now across the yeah, country, yeah. so.
1: Yeah. So many bigger Whatever. fish to fry now, though. So. Yeah,
0: come on, man. So All right. so look. I know you have another question, but we can either keep talking about this or we can say what we're thankful about. That's up well, to you. Well, I
1: actually I'm I'm going to hold the question, but I do want to tell give you a little bit of a story. Um, okay. I'm
0: down for a good story.
1: Yeah. So some of my, you know, passerby peeps, you know, you know, I've told you that Mm -hmm. I um, have met a number of people throughout, you know, the front yard garden. And so I was uh, when I was planting garlic, it's been a while since I've been really out there. So I was planting garlic the other day and um, I, I was like sitting on my milk crate. So I was sitting pretty low. Most times I'm pretty aware of like cars coming by, like people walking by. Um, But she got all the way up to the fence and she started talking to me. And it was a woman that, um, that I had met, I think last season. And so she was one of the people that I gave, you know, who knows count how many tomato plants too. And so she was just uh, chatting with me. She's a teacher, really nice woman. Um, and, uh, you know, we've chatted about kind of the state of schools in Chicago, yada, yada, yada. And so she commented on, you know, she gifted some of the tomato plants, which was my intention. We talked about this, like, don't let them sit and die on your backyard, you know, give yeah. them to someone else as well. And so for the ones she grew, she told me, she's like, i I normally buy my tomatoes from the farmer's market, you know, when they're in season. But I'm going to tell you the tomatoes that I grew were the best tomatoes I've ever had. And, you know, I don't wear garden gloves a lot. So my hands are dirty when I'm in the garden. And it took everything in me not to wipe my eyes. Because, you know, you know what that kind of thing does to me. I, knew I, you're gonna her, cry. I'm like, I was just
0: going to say, how long did you cry yeah, for? And I
1: asked her like, I'm like. Can I, can I share that story with you on on the garden podcast? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, it's just one of those things that this is what you're talking about. The gift of someone like maybe not even having a homegrown tomato before, you know? And so, although she gets them from the farmer's market, which I don't even want to get into an episode on that. Um, clearly there's something that's different. Let's say that, you know, it didn't have the love that I had as I, uh, I nurtured those transplants yeah yeah it's a good feeling yeah you
0: you definitely spent some time on some tomato plants this year mm-hmm. but it shows in your harvest right mm-hmm. right i so. mean i
1: feel like <laughs> for tomato plants right i haven't yeah. start. i haven't um sorted out next year's plan um but it's quite possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's quite possible hey, that I can, can Your other mic up. is
0: brushing up on this mic. Ah, uh, sorry. Everybody in the car is probably like, What in the hell is wrong uh, with Batavia? Yeah,
1: I know. I finally figured out how to adjust my microphone, my the big microphone, and now I'm all like, I'm knocking it against everything. Maybe it was better <laughs> the other way when it was crooked sideways. <laughs> Well, so anyway, in some ways, that it was the, wasn't. you know, that's a story and that ties into the idea of being thankful. Um, so I'm just going to jump in because why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, do it because there's a lot of things to be thankful for. Yeah. Forty two minutes into the episode, we get on to the uh, su- subject.
1: <laughs> so one of the things um, has been the ability that I've had to kind of gift other people, you know, things that are connected to the garden, you know, whether Uh it's something from my garden harvest or it was earlier in the season. Like I actually know people that I chat with that I connected to through the gift of a pepper plant, you know? And so there is, we've talked about this over episodes when it comes to so many opportunities to you know, kind of share your garden, if you will, with other people. Um, And I just, I'm really thankful that I had the courage, if you will, to kind of step out and step things up, you know, this year. And I wouldn't take back starting 60 tomato plants because again, you know, there's a chance that if I didn't start 60, I wouldn't have offered them to her, you know. And here you are with someone that's had such a a good tomato experience. And you know I'm, I'm trying to convert everyone to be tomato lovers i'm gonna guess she just thought tomatoes were okay but now she's like the world must eat tomatoes
0: there's a difference between a store-bought tomato and one you grow yeah Yeah. there's there is a total difference and anybody who says any different is high yeah i mean you know it's just it's a total all vegetables are different when you grow them
1: most vegetables i'm gonna say
0: what what's one that's not
1: I knew you were going to ask me, and I just didn't want to be absolute in that, but I don't have one on the top of my mind.
0: Yeah, I haven't come across one that tasted
1: yeah. it, I'm going to tell know. you one thing, though. One of the, I mean, besides my wins with melons, one of the best things, um, I feel like, and they're more expensive. I'll never buy a red pepper a sweet red pepper from the store again. No. Um, now I may buy green peppers depending on the season, you know, if I don't have any more, you know, locked up, frozen up or whatever have you. But this is the second year that I realized how good a red bell pepper is like truly sweet. You know, like mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I haven't done any research, but I kind of feel like because it's not a hot pepper, it's just been called a sweet pepper. Cause there are a lot of peppers that ain't sweet. Um, and I say that based on my experience with, a lifetime of store-bought peppers but um but yeah man the um if I could cut off a thing when it comes to like I'm waiting until the garden season to eat it it's going to be that so I I think that
0: it's amazing to eat a bell pepper right out of the garden
1: yeah and in, in particular I'm calling out you know red bell peppers because you know a green bell pepper will get red I'd like to say if you let it Right. You know, so yeah. it's a definite different taste. It's more mature. It's, it's at its most mature state when it's red and it, you can tell the difference, you know? Um, so yeah. I agree with
0: you completely. That's, yeah. uh, you know, I went to a farmer's, uh, not a farmer's market, but a farm stand one time mm-hmm. and the guy was sitting there and he's like, you want a piece? And I was like, man, I'm good. You know, it was a bell pepper. And he's like, go ahead. I was like, all right. He's like, you don't like it everything's free same guy with the husk tomatoes remember i told you about that uh-huh,
1: uh-huh.
0: same guy mm-hmm. i ate it and i was like damn it that's good and he's like now you gotta buy five and i was like <laughs> all right
1: i'll buy five yeah right because you know, yeah. i wasn't
0: i didn't have a big garden then you know we mm-hmm. had like a couple pepper you know we had i think i actually only had like one pepper plant or something i was like mm-hmm. kind of testing it out a little bit yeah but um i was like damn it so i went to, and i mean i bought five for 50 cents each they were so cheap so, yeah, you buy them um, at the store.
1: That's sh- craziness. I rarely buy them at the store because they're so freaking expensive for us. Yep. That's not um, worth it to me. And, you know, it almost I mean, there's a texture thing that you get from bell peppers, but the flavor that recipes intend for you to get from that bell pepper, you're not often getting from a store bought bell no. pepper.
0: No, um, you're not. So
1: I intentionally and that's something that people commonly ask me about, like when I would last year when I was giving. Um, you know, produce away. People, you know, ask about bell peppers and shoot, because again, it's expensive and I'm like, it's a high commodity. I'm like, I ain't got them to give, you know? yeah. And so this year, obviously not knowing what would happen with the pandemic, I amped up the number of peppers that I grew and to be quite frank, I didn't have a whole lot to give away either, you know? <laughs> no. so, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that, um, but you know, back to the idea of being thankful, um, the, it kind of, I think I'd summarize it as the friendships that I've gained one more year through gardening, you know? And so, um, and it doesn't mean that I need to give something to someone, you know, like a physical, you know, thing to someone to be, to gain a friend. I think that everything that we do online, you know, it's that moment of, you know, when someone DMs me or something and they ask a question or comment on it, like those feed me, you know? So, um, Obviously, the conversation that we, that we have when it comes to gardening, you know, our, I call you my garden partner, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think those friendships, those relationships that oftentimes start about, you know, start with the garden. Like when people stop and talk to me, if I'm talking to someone for 20, 30, 40 minutes, we aren't talking just about gardening. You know, that's just a jumping off point, right? Yeah, you know? that's how it starts. Yeah. And so it's the same thing when we have conversations. It's kind of like an hour three. Like we've not talked completely about gardening and all of that time, you know. So it's no. it's a bridge when, you know, to connect you with people. So I'm very thankful for being open to those relationships, you know, being able to feed into those relationships. Um, so, yeah.
0: And I would imagine, I've never joined one, but I would imagine that's what a... Uh Somebody in a community garden gets, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're around more people and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, I would imagine that's a big draw to that.
1: Yeah. You absolutely. know, cause
0: I mean, yeah. So, and mine's along the same line. Like I was, I am thankful that I was, you know, I was allowed to produce food to, um, donate to the food bank mm-hmm. and to give that people that need it. That was, you know, every year we do it and every year it surprises me when we do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, I did not get my eggplants this year, which is a big thing that we do deliver, but you know, just the other stuff that we could deliver, it was, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's the best feeling to know that like I've produced something and I've given it to them and then we go there and they have the food from the grocery store there and the food from the grocery store looks like shit and ours looks better and it was Mm -hmm. growing in my backyard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just amazing. So, um, that's a really good feeling. And we don't really get any interaction with those people like you, like, you know, because they kind of keep it anonymous. But mm-hmm, like I, mm-hmm. I put up on Instagram this year a story. I had a guy come by and he was having a hard time with COVID and he didn't have money to feed his family. Mm-hmm. So we went through and I said, well, come on, man, let's go out back. And I picked every single thing you could eat mm-hmm. and gave it to him. And that was just, you know. That was the best feeling ever Just yeah. you know, that you were able to help somebody. Yeah. Now, granted, it did set me back on my harvest by about a week or two. But, you know, that's yeah. OK, you know, because I know that people got hit hard. So mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. um it's a good feeling. So,
1: yeah, it's 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 just one more um, expression of a blessing. Right? Yeah. You know, you're blessed because you are in that position Right. Um, yep. and it's a blessing to that person. I'm sure that they receive it in that way.
0: Yeah. you know. Well, see, so. you know, I grew up with my mom. Um, well, my grandfather had a garden when I was a kid. And then when I got older, my mom started a garden, but she grew it in Leonard block the front yard. And we lived on a busy street in the middle of a city. Mm-hmm. And, um, we would have homeless people come and knock on the door and they'd be like, you got mm-hmm. any money for food? And it'd be like, no, nah, we ain't got no money, but you can um, you can take whatever you want out of the garden. Oh, and wow. it got to the point where they would come by and they would pick just freely pick the vegetables to eat and they didn't care. You know, it's like at least they get something to eat. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I kind of grew up around that, yes. which was, you know, a lot of people don't think that you grow enough to where you can donate it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I think you know, and they'll take anything, yeah, you know, you take them a cucumber, they'll take it, so mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a it's a rewarding experience Plant a row that's awesome. what we do,
1: Plant a row, yeah, yeah,
0: plan yeah. a row just to give away, so
1: mm-hmm. yeah, that's special that makes me feel warm inside and does it? yeah, it does it's um you know, we've briefly brushed the you know surface on this like that is a like long-term like dream not even just a goal of mine you know so anyhow
0: to just like produce food to to give away yep yeah me mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. yeah i do have mixed feelings about it but i feel like the feelings that i have don't matter and mm-hmm. it's all about mm-hmm. doing the right thing so yeah
1: yeah so, know what i'm saying i know what you're saying all right Check. so um this one's gonna be a little bit heavy Um, Oh Come on. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna gonna mention it. um, And I'm going to just say that um, the way garden gardening has been healing for me this year. um, I really leaned into it and leaned on it depended on it, if you will. Um, And I think like I've been thinking about like, I feel like I guarded my way through grief. You know, I feel like I guard my way through like the impacts of being socially distanced from, mm-hmm. you know, so many people, you know, life being the so different. Um, I think I, I gardened my way through like just watching the world be turned upside down, you know. And I'm thankful that I had gardening to lean on, you know. Um, and I've really had, had been worried about kind of as the garden season, um, it's kind of winding down in the previous state. I've been worried about it. And I've been thinking about, you know, everything, but I was kind of using gardening to help me cope, not get over, but help me cope with like, those things are still present, right? You know, and gardening isn't in its previous form. And so then I realized, you know, obviously we talked about a couple other things we're going to be working on this fall and this winter. And I'm like, It's really what I make of it, you know, so there are different ways that I can experience gardening, you know, and so I'm thankful for kind of the healing properties, if you will, that the garden and the act of gardening has had over the course of this year. And then the wherewithal to say, you just don't have to close yourself up and say, all right, wait until next spring. Like there are other things that can lend itself to that, that good feeling that I get from it. Um, so, so yeah. Well,
0: imagine like this year when you started your seedlings, how it helped you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, just that little bit though. I mean, it yeah. gave you something to tend and to yeah. think about and it occupies your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the mind is a very dangerous place. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And you yeah. can
0: go in a lot of dark places mm-hmm. fast, mm-hmm. real fast. So yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, I agree with you. I think that, um, gardening is very healing. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's a whole thing called garden therapy yeah. that yeah. people do. So, yeah. I'm you, have, people. You ever, people have you ever heard me. about grounding?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: So I'm, I'm not an expert on this at all, but do you garden barefoot at all? No. Oh, girl. <gasps> there goes, <good>. sorry, dog. <laughs>
1: She's so, like, you um, don't garden barefoot. What? <laughs> yeah, she was pissed.
0: She's like, I do. Um. So it's all about like your feet being connected to the earth and the Mm. electrical fields going through you and all that stuff. I've heard of this, but I
1: didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah. It's called
0: grounding. So you can Mm -hmm. get like grounding blankets and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, that are like weighted and they have like a little electricity pulse that go through it Mm -hmm. to kind of do it. But they say it's very healing to like go outside barefoot Mm -hmm. and connect your feet to the earth and do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a little too out there for me to you know, centric, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Centric. And I, I mean, I respect, I go, I garden barefoot all the time. It's mm. one reason why I don't have mulch in between my beds, which I need to do, but <laughs> I don't want that in between my toes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, but it is something, you know, and it's part of the whole thing is being outside, getting your hands in the dirt, you know, being connected to everything. It's, it's really important. So
1: I sent, um, one of my colleagues and a friend, you know, I've worked with for eons Um, I sent him a message. This is maybe last week. Um, and I I thanked them. right. You know, so this is one of the colder mornings in Chicago and you know, I'm just, I'm cranky about it being cold. That's who I am. That's, you know, half of Chicagoans, I'm just making up that figure. Half of Chicagoans are, you know, you you know, and I'm a morning person, but it's the coldest in the morning. So it's just a whole mess. Um, but I sent him a message thanking him and I sent him a couple of pictures that I had taken as I did my garden walk and I basically walked around pacing in my garden as I drank my coffee, right? Um, And I was thanking him because I remember us kind of having a random conversation years ago. He has a, um, he and his wife have a lake house and so they spend time kind of in the lake house and he talked about how Uh, He enjoyed doing things like chopping wood there, you know, and they were like uh, putting up a deck one year, you know, just being out there in the air. Right. You know, and not full on like nature walks or anything like that, um, which I'm sure those are healing, too. But he commented on how um, it can really change the shape of your day. And so I have remembered that since he said it. And there are moments when I come outside and it doesn't happen every time I'm outside. It doesn't happen every time I'm in the garden, but there are moments where I pause and I, I hear that I hear his voice in my head going through that. And it's because I feel that kind of something washes over you. Like you feel your hands in the dirt, right? You feel the fresh air versus the stale air that may have been in your house. So the other morning, I, you know, layered up because, you know, that's how I do. (laughs) Had on my hat, had on my three jackets. uh, No socks. Did you have socks on? No socks. No socks. Still no socks.
0: No Um, sock alert.
1: mm -hmm. And um, as I walked outside, you know, it literally turned my morning around. Mm -hmm. And it was exactly that it's the I didn't I wasn't even doing any work in the garden I was just looking around at things you know observing some things but it was the air that was outside you know it was the there's still things that are growing it was the wait is that a little bug there you know so all of those things feed into it so I definitely get the idea of You know, that kind of electricity that's coming through you, um, that connecting with, you know, nature. It sounds so cliche, I know, but it's connecting with, you know, that outside element, something that isn't just you. Right. So. um, So, yeah, it's not
0: it's not cliche. It's not cliche because we are not meant to do what we do now. We are not meant to be sitting in front of computers recording our voices for people to listen to when they drive their cars going 45, 60, 70 miles an hour or whatever they're doing. That's not what we're meant to do. That's what we do. But we were not created to do that. You know what I mean? We were created to be outside and to be, you know, I mean, think about it this way. If everybody grew their own food. Because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And there weren't these big farms, which I know civilization wouldn't be anywhere near what it is. But if you think about it, like everybody would look at everything completely different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes gardeners so special because Mm -hmm. we all know what it takes to grow a garden. Mm -hmm. We all know what it takes to produce food and it's not an easy job.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm not convinced. Like I generally the dreamer in me says I want everyone to grow something, but I'm not convinced that like if I had a, a, like an abundance of wishes, that that would be something I wish for. Um, my grandmother, like I probably was in my early twenties. She told me everyone has a job, like there's a job for everyone. Um, and it was said in, in light of, never look down on someone for, you know, what they do with their time, you know, how they make a living, right? Like you got to think about every, there are things that need to be done and someone needs to do them. And I've been thinking about that as it relates to gardening and any other hobby. I think that while we're not in a place, thankfully that, you know, all of what we eat is we're leaning on the garden for it, like as a civilization, like luckily that's not where we are. Um, I do think that there is power in finding joy in what gives you joy, you right. know? So I, I think that, um, I feel like there are people that could give gardening their all and it just not float their boat. And I think oh, that has for to be sure. okay. You know? So, yeah,
0: no, I don't expect everybody to grow their own food, but what I'm, j- I'm just saying that like, as gardeners, being in touch with where food comes from mm-hmm. is very important. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's very, you know, using the term differently grounding for us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because, you know, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. then you get the it's like a whole mental game. Like, you know, you said it helped you through a lot of problems. Like, of course, it did. You mm-hmm. grew it. You took care of it. You hard, you went all the way
1: mm-hmm. from seed to table yeah.
0: on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you you're get, not going to do
1: it. Nope. My nose what? is getting all hot and all. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're not gonna do it. But I'm yeah. just
0: saying, like that's why it's a healing process for yeah. people because there's a lot of things that we do that we don't complete. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How many times have you started a project and not finished? Lord, it?
1: you know how many half-written spreadsheets that I have? <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, you know how many movie scripts I have written that will never see the light of day. I got a whole book right here that's just never going to see the light of day. Some shit that you would be like, "Damn, it goes through your head," yeah. yeah, And some stuff is like, "Yeah, it's a really good idea." So I mean, it's just. But then when you go through and you finish it, then that's just. Mm -hmm. I mean, that in itself, it can be anything. It's like doing a puzzle.
1: Yeah, it's so profound though when you stop and pause, where there's something, so many things in our lives that are interrupted. You know, and it weighs on, you know, me in some instances, it it used to be really hard for me in my work where it was like so many projects that were shelved, you know, it's kind of like, well, can we ever get to the end of this? And you know how sometimes, and I know you've experienced in your work, sometimes you're just ready to be done with it. Like it may not even be what you wanted it to be, but you could at least say it's done. Right. You know, you just want that closure. Um, And there's something about that. I don't know that I've looked at it that way as you're talking about gardening that gives you, um, yeah, of course I have, because you see people say things like the sense of accomplishment that they get from, you know, here is a pepper, you know, here is a single tomato. Um, and I think while I, maybe I've taken for granted, the ability to grow food like, you know, I've like I've killed so many things, not even cabbage, kale, collars, not even just that. Like there have been things that have flopped in my garden, but I've never had a garden that didn't produce a thing like something, you know. And yeah. so I've always been confident in my ability to grow something. Um, so maybe for, based on that and, and going back to I think maybe I had my first garden. I need you guys not to do this math here. I know I talk about how many years I've been gardening, but I think I had my first garden when I was like 30, you know? And so while I wasn't like a vet, wasn't gardening, you know, ever since I was like, you know, a tiny tot or anything. Yeah. Uh-huh, put your fingers down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop rewinding episodes folks and trying to say how many years did she say she was gardening?
0: And cut it, cut it from it. Just cut it out.
1: <laughs> but I said that to say like you, when it comes to, you know, that's an age or that's, kind of maybe even on the tail end for some people of when you're figuring out what you can do and, you know, kind of your place in life and yada, yada, yada. Um, and it was a success the first year, like, and success is a tomato, a success is a cucumber. And so I've always just wondered about, like, how big I could get when it comes to gardening. Like, I've always been confident that I can grow something, not everything, but something. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I think that, Going from the start to finish, I've never looked at it that way. Which, gosh, I can't wait to re-listen to this one.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting one.
1: And soak it, soak in that that little bit of uh, that nugget there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know what? Speaking of nuggets, mm. it's time for the recipe of the day. This episode is proudly brought to you by San Diego Seed Company a company that is dedicated to providing organic heirloom varieties of seeds for your small urban farm. That's right. You heard me. You are a small urban farmer. You provide food for your family and share with your neighbors, and they are dedicated to providing you with the best seeds for a bountiful harvest. Check them out at SanDiegoSeedCompany.com or on social media at, you guessed it, San Diego Seed Company. All right, Batavia, this is going to go right up your alley today. I'm going to give a potato recipe. Yeah. So.
1: Wait, pause. Because, depending on how this turns out, I may make this this afternoon. This is like when you see the commercials, you know, the advertisements, you see the commercials, like, I want that thing right now. All right, go. Yeah.
0: Yeah okay so
1: <laughs> so this
0: is for a salt and vinegar potato
1: oh I've never had I mean I've had salt and vinegar potato chips but
0: yeah 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 uh. so you're gonna take a like a baking potato hmm however you want to cook them and you want to slice it long ways about a quarter inch to a half inch thick okay you're writing it you're down, writing it mm-hmm. down? Mm-hmm. okay writing it in your digital notebook yes absolutely you, you it actually to is
1: preferred to as the notes app on my phone. So I think it kind of counts.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Um, So it depends on how you want your vinegar flavor. Mm
1: -hmm, Okay.
0: mm -hmm. If you want it overly vinegar, then you're going to marinate it longer. And if not, you don't. So you want to heat up vinegar and water mixture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I usually do about a three to one. So three parts water, one part vinegar, but you can adjust that all you want. And you're going to boil it. And you're gonna put your potato into boiling water, but you're not gonna boil the potato. You're gonna let it sit in there until it soaks it up and gets a little soft. So about maybe 30 minutes or an hour, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you can take it out, and then you're gonna add salt and pepper. And at this point, you can. It depends on how you want to cook it. Like I typically grill it, so you can grill Wait, it. Was
1: when you put it in the salt and um, the vinegar and water mixture, it was raw.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then you can either like you can pan fry it, you can bake it, you Mm -hmm. can grill it, whatever you want. If I were going to pan fry it, I would probably before I add the salt and or the salt and pepper, I would um, dip it in cornstarch
1: to give a little bit of breading. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. So, um, and then you do salt, pepper. And I usually put garlic salt on there as well. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: a little trick is if you don't have garlic salt, garlic salt is nothing more than salt and garlic, and it's more salt than garlic. So you can adjust it to however you want. And then you would either pan fry it
1: Mm
0: -hmm. or you would grill it. Um, I don't like baking it because it's just at that point it's like a baked potato kind Mm -hmm, of, mm -hmm. and it takes a long time. So um, grilling it's really good. And if I grill it, I spray it with some Pam first Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. keep it from sticking. And then you just grill it until it's got the grill marks on it and it's at the tenderness you want. And you flip it, do the same thing. Bada bing, bada boom. Nice and simple salt and vinegar potato.
1: I don't understand how this has never occurred to me. Yeah, And I'm not one to blame others, but I feel like I should be blaming someone for never bringing this up to me beforehand.
0: Yep. And so, 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 so now let's talk about vinegar. So let's it,
1: not talk about vinegar because we need to wrap this episode up so I can try this.
0: <laughs> well, quickly then. So I like to use um pepper vinegar. I've never hot heard pepper of pepper vinegar. 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 Yeah. You take your hot peppers and you stick them in vinegar and you got hot pepper uh, vinegar.
1: You're such an ass. <laughs> Why am I an ass? That's what it
0: is. So, I, I mean, I. I typically use that. Um, I've used malt vinegar as well. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you ever put vinegar on French fries, malt Mm. vinegar goes on there. So, I've done that as well. What
1: part of the country is that popular in?
0: Uh, It's across the pond. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a British thing. Mm -hmm. So, but it's really good. So, and if you don't know, and now you know, I eat simple. So, we spend more time eating our food than cooking it and cleaning it is the goal. for you. So... That's part of that. Oh, so I can't it's nice wait to simple. try this. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So, but make yeah. sure that you get that mixture hot first. You want to bring it to a boil and yeah, then I just drop them I in there. You. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. The key though is I, I may have to wait until the morning to try it.
0: Eat it in the morning.
1: No, cook it in the, prepare this in the morning because the idea that she wanted to sit on the stove and soak for, you know, that's prime na- nap time for me. It's pretty, it's pretty hard for me at this time of day, as we kind of wrap up, we're in the afternoon going into the evening. It's almost impossible for me to prepare this, let it sit on the stove and not sit on the couch. And if I sit on the couch, it'll be like six hours later, the (laughs) potatoes have soaked, you know, so maybe I'll make it for breakfast instead.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, the way you eat. Yeah. But for me, vinegar in the morning, it doesn't really do it for me. Oh no, that's fine. So, yeah, no. I know it is for you. So, <laughs> I had anyways, a I'm-
1: BLT and um, potato wedges for breakfast. Yeah. So, oh.
0: BLT could be breakfast food easily. I though. think
1: so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Um. Mm-hmm. How dare you eat that pig? I'm just mm. I'm distraught about How that. How do you
1: know that it was the B was for bacon?
0: Because that's what a BLT is.
1: That's what they say it is.
0: Did yeah. you or okay, baloney?
1: <laughs> no, it was bacon. For, I'm just giving you a heart. First
0: time. of all, you're full of baloney, and if it was bloody, <laughs> it was still a, so anyways. Yeah. I want to give my um my last thankfulness and um in all seriousness, my thankfulness is I'm thankful for the show. I'm thankful for Batavia and everybody that follows us. Um you guys this year, it's been a really fun season mm. to watch everybody grow to learn about everybody and to kind of just keep like you said the community you know mm-hmm. we made a lot of virtual friends in a year where yeah. quite frankly you couldn't be around a lot of people yeah. you know and a lot of that flourished during the sh- the quarantine mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um and it's just continued on so yeah You know, our regular listeners and even you new listeners, even though we haven't heard from you yet. But um, we know you're out there.
1: We can see that you're out there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we can see that you're listening. So but I'm just I'm thankful for that. And it's uh it's been interesting. You know, I never thought like I mean, I've gardened for years and years and years, and it's always been like this quiet thing Mm -hmm. and everybody's always like, You have a garden? That's crazy. How yeah. much is it for garden? How do yeah. you do it? Da, 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 you know, and it's like now that it's like out in the open and like communicating with other gardeners has taken it to a new level. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it this year. So it's a it's a beautiful thing. So mm-hmm. new friends all over the world. Yeah, I think all over the world.
1: Yeah, all over the world. Yeah. Do you
0: need to wipe your eyes, Batavia? see you.
1: No, no, it's I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna don't blink fall this apart. Away. Don't yeah, fall apart um, on me. Yeah, it's um, it's been good. It's uh, it's not anything this time last year that I mean I even thought about. You know, I fathomed, and I was just I was thinking about like the idea of. I mean, this isn't about us patting each other on the back, but no, everyone that shares something about their garden, everyone that comments about a garden, everyone like it's there's an intimacy, you know, and so there is a part of this where we're letting people in, um, and. This isn't my. A, I mean, this isn't normally the way that I live my life, right? You know, you don't. I'm a talker, clearly. Yeah, you know,
0: but clearly, I look at the waveforms when we're editing. Clearly,
1: <laughs> but um, there is a part about being vulnerable, especially with something so special and important as food. You know, so yeah. um, when I think about, like, I didn't realize the garden community was what it it is. You know, until yeah. last year. And so then, yeah. like, I look at this now um, and remember, I, I was like, wait a minute. It's a, a movie about gardening. You know, remember that? Um, yeah. Like, what the hell
0: are you talking about? Yeah, I
1: don't quite get it. Like, I've um, obviously watched things like makeovers, like garden makeovers. Yeah. And I And re- when we start talking about what it really was, and I'm like, of course it is. Yeah, no, of course it is, right? This is like the missing piece for us. Um but yeah, I mean I'm, I'm just I wanted to kind of babble my way through drying up my eyes. Uh, yeah, um, you did a good job. Been, yeah, it's been a special year. Um I concur. Um, and I, I think that that's a great way to round out kind of what we're thankful for. So that's, yeah. a that's, that's, a, I know it seems, I
0: know it seems cliche too, that I would say that on the podcast, like that guy, Benny's full of shit. He's just saying that to placate everybody. But it's, it's, it's true because I, let me put it to you like this. If somebody's walking down the street, I don't say, Hey, Hey, Hey come back here and check out my garden. Mm -hmm, Come back mm -hmm. here. You know what I mean? But I'll take a picture and put it up there for everybody to Mm -hmm, see it. mm -hmm. You know, as many people as Instagram will let see it. That's, you know, but I don't do that for everybody else. So, Mm -hmm. and I mean, that's not like, it's easier because it's digital and I'm not like, hey, buddy, you want to come check out my garden, mm-hmm. you know, and be but like creeper the status. the digital
1: world can be a, a not so nice place. And that's another thing about- You ain't
0: lying. Yeah. That's another I've thing been about the garden community. a few times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, but, you know, nine times out of 10, you know, completely factual there. Um, the statistics and all. There are- Oh, yeah. We've done studies. Yeah. There are positive, there's positive feedback. Yeah. You know, um, and so I, I do think that especially for something uh, another person commented recently around. It's funny how one person can grow one thing with no trouble and another person has struggles with it and so on. So I think um, she commented on, oh, I can't wait. By the time this airs, there will be footage of what we believe to be the first carrot ever at Be Better Garden. Uh, so uh, she commented about how she can grow carrots with, you know, in her sleep. But she's never been able to get uh, winter squash to grow, you know. And so I I think that it's one of those things where where else besides the community garden do you get that interaction? You know, so that that's just one more layer of it being so special.
0: You don't. And I mean, you can sit there and you can grow in your yard for your whole life Mm -hmm. and never talk to anybody about it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, except mm -hmm. for the people you buy the stuff from. And that's fine. I mean, we all know, and that's part of the reason why I like gardening is because Mm -hmm. it's very independent. You know, I uh, I don't have anybody out there bothering me. Mm -hmm. Typically, Mm -hmm. my wife's Mm -hmm. not out there getting on me unless I didn't do something. And even then, she's like, oh, he's out there getting food. We're good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm spending time with my son, but half the time he's out peeing in the woods or something, (laughs) so.
1: Killing weeds, yeah. I mean, I think that hashtag self-care. Right. I'm going full in on it. Like there is, there are moments of that. And I think especially because I'm going to be real frank, especially because it's not survival for us. Right. You know, so I think that, um, I think that makes a big difference. Um, and that kind of folds into some of the joy. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's such a great note to be thankful for and to end on. So nicely done.
0: Yeah. Leonard, so, can you thank edit you.
1: that to say we, we're thankful for it? Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. yeah all right. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. So everybody hold your breath on that one because Leonard is really on top of his game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is on
1: a holiday. Do you hear me? <laughs> like... He stays
0: on a holiday. Damn. Just give you a job and you already screw it up like that. Damn it, Leonard. Uh,
1: if only we so... were paying him. Then I'd be mad. You know, yeah. these interns. <laughs>
0: yeah. These damn interns refill
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> So look, that's my sappy moment. Yeah. I'm I'm tapped out on that one. Mm. Um, you know it's funny, we spent half of the time talking about compost.
1: <laughs> you know, which is a hot subject. Su- <laughs> You're such a goof. <laughs> 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 that if someone had a script for us, you know how much of a wreck this show would be, you know, like the idea so, that it, I hadn't shared the question with you. Top of mind. It was something I had been thinking about. I got it yesterday. Right. And it, again, it, it was not even kind of a question, but kind of sorta, of. Uh, but that's how it is, man. Uh, yeah. My last note, and it's not necessarily it. Well, I mean, I think I could be thankful and it's hard to come back around after you gave like the you know Oscar speech. For being thankful, um, yeah, but it's, I, I think that the like the experience, mm-hmm. you know, and so I look at I think back about kind of the experience that I continue to gain. Um, one of the things that one of the things that you and I have talked about specifically, I've mentioned this to you, and you you've said you're crazy it's that question about, am I doing too much? You know? And you can take that very literal or you can say, okay, am I just, you know, going too big, going too far into it. And I have a tendency to do that with things. Um, and I keep on coming back to, and only this year coming back to the idea of kind of food, water, shelter, right. You know, like Mm -hmm. those are the core concepts of what we should have as human beings. And, if I'm spending my time on one of those things, then maybe it's not enough time. How about that? So anyhow, that's yep. a tangent. But yeah.
0: So let me go ahead and tell you right now, as a person who directs as a living, mm-hmm. I direct people. Um, I will tell you that what unfolded earlier as a director, I would have let go on any movie, anything uh, I was doing. I'd say let the camera roll.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? It's though that's the piece that um, I'm probably thankful for. Um, your inability to tame me like I mean I'm glad you oh, gave I up could. on it nah, I'm glad you gave I up could. on it many many episodes ago
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah I'll just say I'll just leave it at that let me let me say that there will be a time in the future will you will see me direct and you'll be yeah. like oh, oh hell I'm sh- no
1: I'm sure but let me tell you one thing all of the energy all of the good vibes that you get from me in this you the put them, yeah, now put them in a box because that's what you've just done. And then but the next, the next put thing thing that would, in a corner.
0: And the next thing that comes out of my mouth is get those feelings back because we yeah. need them now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And three two, action. <laughs> and then you've got to produce. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. Good night. I'm working day and night on this thing. Yeah.
0: Son of a bitch.
1: So check this out. On a real life moment, um, I did say that. You know, I went to sleep at 5 p.m. yesterday and I woke up at like 10 p.m., which is not that abnormal. Um, and I thought that I would basically stay awake until like the, the lie I told myself was like, oh, I'll wait until like the break of, of day and then I'll go back to sleep. And so I'd be fresh for when we do this. Right. You know, Um but that didn't happen. I went to sleep at 5 p.m., woke up at 10 p.m., went back to sleep at 3 30, woke up at like 5 15 or something. So I have been dragging my ass like all day long. So I much can tell. so whatever, dude. <laughs> so it's so much so weird. I was very close to saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not my normal me, you know, let's do this another day. And I did two things. One, I went outside got that two, fresh air yeah got that fresh out air two gave you enough time to fuss with whatever you were fussing with and that gave me that time to get to the place i needed to get to i couldn't be more happy about doing like this will get me through the rest of the afternoon and the evening i'm so glad we did this today and we, we sat yeah. down and kind of chatted about this and
0: you didn't want to do it
1: yeah that's what i just said
0: no Boobie but originally traps. you didn't even want to talk about the subject
1: oh yeah yeah well my list actually i'll I'll talk to you offline about my list has a couple of other things oh lord here we go Uh uh (laughs) and that's the reason why because i was going to take us to a different place and that's the reason why i was kind of like oh lord leonard where's the box of kleenex you know i'm not willing to come (laughs) to terms with this just yet so um yeah We'll save that for the special edition of the Backyard Gardens podcast. <laughs> A little deeper. No, that's all I got, man.
0: That's all you got? That's as deep see, as you I can see, go?
1: I see you there. I see that direction you're trying to give me. No, you take it <laughs> the way I gave it to you just now.
0: <laughs> the worst actor ever.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, man.
0: <laughs> you be cussing at everybody on set, uh, uh, it'd be horrible. There's no
1: way. You say again? You want me to do it again? You can't again? tell
0: me. I slept for three hours last night.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's my exact. That's the vibe. I was talking to um one of the owners of our company, and I was like, "Hey, do you have a couple of minutes?" And you know that's a lie. Like, there's never a conversation with me that's a couple of minutes. So I mean, when you he ain't said, lying. "Yeah, yeah, you know, huh?" When he said, "Yeah," you know, it's like he knew that it was gonna be longer than a couple of minutes. But I was rounding it out because I'm like, you know, and we have a. All of us at the company I work for have a really great working relationship. I say, you know, all right, I'm going to wrap up. I got another hour of work. I'm going to take a nap. You know? <laughs> it's like, and then, you know, I'm going to get on with my day. Um, and luckily I didn't take a nap either because while it seems like that'd be a good idea, it wouldn't all right so now i'm rambling i think yeah. you need to direct us to the end of this show so i could decide whether or not i'm going to have my salted potatoes or not i may actually you, i'm feeling i'm feeling good i'm like i feel like there's some endorphins that, yeah they're happening how long do you think i got on them wait 45 About minutes five minutes yeah
0: <laughs> they come and go fast for you yeah so. yeah
1: yeah well i appreciate you buddy
0: yep so look everybody thank you for listening to us Check out on Amazon Prime, Portrait of a Santa. Check out our t-shirts and all that fun stuff. You can get them through our social media profiles. Check us out in all of our usual places. We thank you guys. We love you guys. Be happy. Don't let the cold weather get you down. Get ready for the holiday season because it is upon us and we've got some fun things planned. And we have a seed giveaway, so go check that out. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. See ya. Thanks for listening and hanging out with us today. If you want to continue the conversation or just see what we've been up to, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV, and we'd love to see your gardens and what you've been up to. So tag your photos with hashtag BYG Podcast, and we'll share them and help you out with whatever kind of issues you have. We just we love seeing what you guys are doing, and if you want to see some videos that we were producing, uh, you can follow us on YouTube at Backyard Gardens TV. And we'll be posting clips and podcasts and recipes and vlogs and greenhouse stuff and all that good stuff, everything to keep your garden soul happy. So head on over to our social media pages and give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe. And until next time, learn to grow, grow for change. And we're going to call this one a wrap. Now you know why
1: people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.